Good morning, Angela Yee. Oh, good morning, TJMV. Charlamagne the guy. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, today is Wednesday Hump Day. That's right. Two more days until the Breakfast Club holiday vacation. That's right. Or the second holiday vacation. We take one for Thanksgiving. And then, of course, we get, uh, you know, the Christmas and New Year's off. Correct. And happy Hanukkah to everybody. They the first day of Hanukkah, right? All right. Salute. Okay. What's happening? We got a, a, a great show for you today. We have LeVar Ball and the Ball family joining us. Uh, not not the whole Ball family. Lonzo, Just LaMelo and LiAngelo. Yeah, yeah Lonzo LiAngelo and LaMelo. But uh, LeVar's one of my favorite entrepreneur girls. I love, uh, you know, when you post, uh, the, we post the videos of who's going to be on the show. For the, for the day, mm-hmm. I love seeing all the hate that Lavar Ball gets. I love it, right? Because people are people are afraid of somebody who's not afraid. Well, Lonzo, that he was playing against the Knicks last night, yeah, the Lakers, they, and, they, and Knicks won. Knicks won. Okay, and I was at the Brooklyn Nets game. Very exciting. It was Karen Civil Day. A little they mistook bit. you for Karen Civil. Yes. So, How did that happen? All right. So apparently, <laughs> I mean, I guess Karen was taking a long time to come down. And so I was sitting there. She has Karen has like a few court sites. They do this Karen Civil Day thing every single year. Now, mind you, I'm in the Brooklyn Nets campaign. I was on a billboard and everything. You're from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. I go to the games. This is my first game this year, but I do go to the games quite frequently, and pretty much everybody in there knows me. Shout out to the great staff that works at the Barclays and for the Brooklyn Nets. But this one guy comes over to me. He's a white guy. And he goes, hey, I need you to switch seats with Lenny S. Well, he didn't say Lenny S. I need you to switch seats. I was sitting next to Lenny S. Mm-hmm. And sit next to... Um, Davies. But he didn't say anybody's name. He just Yo. said, can you guys switch seats? I want to take a picture and put um, put you guys on the screen at the same time. Okay. So I switched seats. I'm sitting next to Davies and his cute daughter, Kyrie. Very cute. And all of a sudden it says, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome media mogul, philanthropist, and author, Karen Civil. Drop one of clues bombs for Karen Civil, damn it. It was her day. Being that it was her day, every woman in the building was, was Karen Civil. Okay? okay, let's be clear on that. So what did you do after they said Karen Civil? I, I laughed. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. It was, you know, and then they were very apologetic. So everybody came down, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Then they did a do-over, oh, which man. I thought was awkward because I was like, they, they were like, come on, again. we got to do it again. We got to get it right. So they did a do-over, and I know there were some confused people in there because they probably were like, all right, I thought that was Karen Civil. Damn it, man. Okay, you confused yeah. a lot of people. Also, uh, Duchess from Black Ink Crew will be joining us this morning as well. So we'll kick it with both of them. Should be a lot of fun. Let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Oh, man. Let's talk about uh, Alabama and the election last night. We, you know, Roy Moore was running against Doug Jones. Doug Jones did call in here, and we'll tell you who won. Okay. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. 
It's Rake It Up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk about what happened in Alabama yesterday. Yes, so it was a very, very, very close election, a Senate special election in Alabama, and Doug Jones did beat Republican opponent Roy Moore. Roy Moore lost by about 20,000 votes. It was a surprise victory because he was leading all this time. But Roy Moore still has refused to concede defeat. He wouldn't step down even though he had a scandal where several women accused him of molesting them. And one of them says that he molested her when she was 14 years old and he was in his 30s. It must be a lot of registered sex offenders in Alabama who showed up for their boy uh, Roy Moore. Yeah, so he wants to get a recount. Now, what happens is an automatic recount happens under state law when a race is within half a percentage point. This race was about 1.5 percentage points, so you can still call for a recount, but you have to pay for it yourself. So we'll see what happens. And they're saying the outcome is not likely to change. This race wouldn't even have been this close if uh, we just asked for basic respect and dignity and integrity and morals from our politicians because, truthfully, Roy Moore shouldn't even have been in this race. Right, and this is the first Democrat to win a Senate seat in Alabama in 25 years. So wow. congratulations to Doug Jones. He did call up to the Breakfast Club sure did. as well. Congratulations, Doug Jones. You barely beat a pedophile. Says a lot about the state of Alabama, but uh, at least Alabama did the right thing. All right. Well, what else are we talking about in front page news? Well, let's do an update on Keaton Jones. Keaton Jones is the middle schooler in Tennessee who put out that emotional Facebook video where he talks about being bullied. Just to refresh your memory, here's part of that. Why do they bully? What, what's the point of it? Why do you find joy in taking innocent people and finding a way to be mean to them? They make fun of my nose. They call me ugly. They say I have no friends. How's that make you feel? <laughs> I think they do it to me and I feel sure no one they do it to other people because it's not okay. People that are different don't need to be criticized about it. It's not their fault. Well, the irony is, after all of this happened, his mom, Kimberly Jones, uh, they have all these pictures of her holding a Confederate flag. Her daughter's Twitter also has a family photo with a Confederate flag. Mm -hmm. Now, she did respond to all of the backlash, and here's what she had to say. We're not racist. I mean, and people that know us know that. It was meant to be ironic and funny and extreme. I am genuinely, truly sorry. If I could take it back, I would. They don't oh. hate me, I mean, and whatever, that's fine. But, but still, talk to your kids, because this is an epidemic. Yeah, racism is an epidemic, too. She's full of it. I don't know what that kid went through or why yeah. he went through it, but I do know that's a lame-ass excuse his mom just gave for the racially insensitive things she said on Facebook. What's the irony in what she said? What's funny about what she said? Nothing now, at all. out of here. Keaton also says he was targeted by five fellow middle schoolers. He said he never complained to a teacher because he thought the bullies would for sure attack. And his mom said he just didn't want to go back to school because he was so agitated. Now, in another twist, Keaton Jones' father is a white supremacist who's in jail. The father's name is Sean White, and his Facebook pictures show all these memes, and they're sayings like, holy F, I love being white. Keep calm and be white, pride, and Aryan pride. Or well, well, the apple don't fall too far from the tree, or the cracker don't fall too far out the box. So it's like, you know, you got your kid online crying, saying people that are different shouldn't be criticized, yet you got his biological father online criticizing people that are different. F out of here! He okay. also has a tattoo on his neck that says CWB, which stands for Crack a White Boy. Crazy <laughs> White Boy. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Derwood. Hey, what's up, man? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, I'm blessed. I'm feeling good. I'm working right now, driving the truck. I just want to say God bless, man. That's all. All right, thank you, bro. All right, thank you, bro. All right. Hello, who's this? Hey, this uh Dropper the Great, Augusta, Georgia. Hey, Dropper, get it off your chest, bro. Um, I really don't have anything to get off my chest. My life is great. Uh, I'm a aspiring artist. I just dropped the album called Call It What You Want on everything. Uh, follow me on Instagram at J O P P A D A G R E A T. And let me tell you something, my brother. I don't know if you know it or not, but you did just get something off your chest. It was just something positive. There's nothing wrong with that. We told y'all y'all can call up here and celebrate life if you want. Hello, who's this? This is Taylor from Georgia. Hey, Taylor, get it off your chest, mama. Um, I just wanted to tell anybody who's going through something right now, because I'm going through a lot, just hang in there. Everything's going to be okay. When you wake up every morning, thank God for another day. And it's time to get tough, but just hang in there because going to be right. Okay. Now nah, you're right, though. I tell people that all the time. Trouble don't last always. I what? love your positive attitude. Absolutely. I, you know what? It's I've been depressed, but finally I woke up and I'm like, you know what? I just keep doing the right thing, and the, the right things are gonna come to me. So, and that, and that is a fact. And the, and the best thing to think is that the world's gonna keep turning, whether you angry or depressed or not. <laughs> exactly. And you guys, I listen to you guys every morning on my way to work. You guys pump me up every morning. I love you guys. I'm shaking because I'm talking to you. Well, thank you for thank having you for no taste, baby. Well, Appreciate we love you too. We love those great inspirational words you gave us this morning. And have a great morning. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, man, my name's Belster. I'm calling from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Get it off your chest, bro. Man, I'm mad as hell that these old racist-ass polices, man. I'm tired of it. Well, what these the old racist-ass polices? Yeah, what the polices did they do? What they did? I got pulled, I got pulled over. He said he pulled me over because my tags was, uh, like somebody been messing with my tags trying to steal my little stick off, my decal off. And I got out and looked at it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, you pulled me over. I see that's right. Okay, so I tell him, uh, he got my registration, my license, my uh, insurance card. He looks at everything I got. I said, yeah, yeah. He ran my tag in. Everything came back right. He's going to say three times, is there something in the car I need to know about? Man, ain't nothing in my car. Is there something in my, in my in your car I need to know about? Man, for the last time, ain't nothing in my car you need to know about. Do I need to check your car? Man, you need to get an officer down here. Did they check Boy, your this car? is a boring story. Lord have happened. mercy. I'm like... You sound like Hoyt trying to explain his, uh, when, when Denzel Last Hoyt, what, what 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 happened when you was out there with that female partner? Is of yours? there a climax to this story? Yes. What happened? He didn't. He let me go. Woo! All right now. Boo! <laughs> Lame ass story. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Karina from Boston. Hey, Karina, get it off your chest, mama. Um, it's not it's not real bad. It's just a minute thing. But we're talking about racism and and this woman and her father being a, a racist and, and and I disagree with all of it. But calling him a cracker is isn't right either. Just oh, sending the wrong message. Stop it. Um, my my daughter's going through it in school. She's been she's being called Casper, uh, white chocolate, and then to hear that is it's just hurtful. Let me ask you a question. 
Well, you know, you know the uh, white chocolate was the nickname of a very famous white basketball player, Jason yeah. Williams, at one point. Yes, but, but, but I'm explaining something. But in fifth grade, it ain't. Why do we get upset when we call the devil the devil? This man is a clear white supremacist. He clearly doesn't like black people. He's a, he's a, he's acknowledged you don't like black people, but you get upset because I call him a cracker. You don't think that's kind of sick? No, absolutely. But if you call somebody else another racist name, would somebody else call? You would like to hear no racist names. You would like to hear no racist names at all. Oh, God. Right, right. Like, let's not call a Spanish person something bad. Let's not call a black person something bad. Let's not call a white person something bad. Let's just say that they're a bad person in another way. Don't call an ace an ace or a spade a spade. That is exactly why Roy Moore was in the Senate race yesterday, because you don't ostracize people like him. Call him a freaking pedophile. I would. I would call him a pedophile. That's what he did. But because I, but because somebody's white doesn't mean they're a cracker. All right, but we, we thank we you know for... We know this, baby. <laughs> Let her express for, her opinion. Thank you, mama. For the last I time... You, I mean, look, I don't use names like that either. So. For the last time, all white people are not crackers, but racist, no. bigoted, white supremacists are. Well, thank you for I don't calling understand why they're rocking. I, 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 suppose, I suppose so, but I just... It might send the wrong message to younger listeners. It's hard for her because her daughter's going through something at school right now. So. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Jada Pinkett Smith. She's upset, and it has to do with Tiffany Haddish and the Golden Globes. We'll tell you what she had to say. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jada Pinkett Smith. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, the Golden Globe nominations were announced, and Jada Pinkett Smith wrote on Twitter, I have so much to say on why Tiffany Haddish was not nominated for a Globe, but I won't. And then a little while later, she said, you know what? Actually, I will. Here- oh, she did? I didn't even follow up. What'd she say? She said, actually, I will. Here we go. I'm not upset about Tiffany Haddish or a girl's trip not getting a nom. I'm discouraged about the fact that the Hollywood foreign press Golden Globes wouldn't even watch the movie. Girl's <laughs> Trip was one of the most successful films this summer. That's a fact. And Tiffany was hands down the funniest person on screen in 2017. Without question. And we couldn't get eyes on the film or a press conference. How could a nom happen and how much more critical acclaim must the movie have to simply get a screening? She said, but yet Tiffany has been asked to present at their ceremony. This isn't about shaming. This is about the need for discussion of an antiquated system. And I dare not invalidate all the many journalists and people from all walks of life who have supported this movie by defining the issue as simply racism. Hollywood has systems in place that must learn to expand its concepts of race, gender equality, and inclusion in regard to its perceptions of art across the board. And then she goes on to talk about movies like uh, At the Big Sick Movie and Get Out. That, that's considered a comedy and she said uh, the big sick movie went unnoticed and it was one of the most prolific films of the year I didn't even know about that movie anybody in here alright so she said uh, it's time to discuss well I asked someone in Hollywood yesterday why they think Tiff didn't get nominated for a Golden Globe and they said because she's black and because of the type of movie that girl's trip is but who cares we don't need the Globes to celebrate well Tiffany. like she was saying though she just would have liked them to even watch it they never even would they wouldn't even agree to watch the movie right. so. mm. and it was well, a very successful movie how could you not even consider it enough to watch it no Tiff did win an AAFCA award for best supporting actress for girl's trip so that's good All right, now, R. Kelly, the man who is suspected of burglarizing his home, 
has turned himself in. Alfonso Walker turned himself in. He was booked on two counts of burglary, two counts of theft by taking, and two counts of theft by deception. So there was an arrest warrant out for him, and that's because he broke into, well, he was working with R. Kelly, and I guess... Just, just took everything, huh? Took everything out. Now, what if he stole from R. Kelly, but then he finds a sex tape of R. Kelly with an underage girl, and he turns that in? Can he say that he was just looking for evidence? No. That you can't say that? Can't that doesn't that wouldn't explain work? It's taking out the uh, TV and all the other well, items. Well, it was, it was on the TV. Yeah, he to watch it. He needs the TV it. to watch yeah, it. He can watch it on his laptop. My goodness. <laughs> all right, Rihanna has announced, and this is exciting for me, she has some new fancy beauty products, and that is going to be a line of matte lipsticks. It's called Mademoiselle. So you get it? Mademoiselle, but matte. Well. I see you guys aren't that interested. No, I'm but, no. How are you talking about? Who is matte? Fenty Beauty, I mean, that her products, Rihanna's products have been... No, matte is actually not shiny. Not it's shiny, like a, right. Matte black, matte red. I thought you were talking about a person. I was like, what were Rihanna Now we just tell them it's, it's based on a color, but good. Yes. So it's going to be 14 shades in this collection, and it's going to have all different colors ranging from brown to green. I don't know if you guys saw SZA actually is part of this Fenty Beauty campaign, and they released that picture of SZA yesterday as well. Okay. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All, all right, right, let's get to it. We got one of my favorite entrepreneurs coming in here. That's right, LeVar Ball and the Ball family. Well, not the whole Ball family. Lonzo's not here, but he's bringing Mello and, uh, and Jello with him. Mello and Jello. When yeah. we come back, keep it locked. The Ball family is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's D. DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Big ballers. The Ball <laughs> family. Good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning. Laval, LiAngelo, and LaMelo. That's right. We we came to bat for you guys a couple of times. I don't know if you heard. Yes. Charlemagne gave a good looking. couple of people down here today. Yeah. Yes. I, I never understand the whole uh the whole flack that Laval gets for being a, a brother who raised three black men to do the right thing. I don't I don't I don't get it. Well, you only gonna get that from them haters, like that gridlock. That's what I call it. Yeah, gridlock. Everything stopped on it. <laughs> I feel like anytime somebody goes against the grain, people always are critical. Like when LeBron came in and he had his management team with him. Right. People had issues with that. Yeah, they are gonna have issues with that if that guy ain't behind them. And you know who I'm talking about? That guy. They looking for him, but he ain't there. You know, you know, Levar, I, got, I always wanted to ask you. It's always interesting because they always say, like, Charlamagne, who the people you want to interview? And I would never have an answer until I see it on the paper. I'm like, oh, the ball's coming today. I say, I, I got questions to Levar. Like, mm -hmm. do you think if you were white, do you think the perception of you would be the same? Heck no. Right now, they, they don't, they, they scared of me because I'm uncontrollable. Mm. You can't control one of us, you in trouble. Because mm. now our vision is, is, is wide open. We've been doing the same thing everybody else been having a vision doing. But we just different. It's not conventional, so people it don't It ain't conventional, it. Right. no. Like, no, even doing no. a Facebook show, Ball in the Family, and I have to say, watching that show, I think, gives everybody a better understanding of the whole family dynamic, just seeing, like, how supportive and how much everybody loves each other and mm -hmm. how much fun you guys have at the same time you're working. But y'all also, are like, really have a good time together. You have your own brothers at security. Everything's in the family. Right. The, the reason this show is, is so good is because it's genuine. Mm -hmm. One thing you don't have to do is you have to write up these props for it to be exciting for you guys to watch us. Right. So when people see us in a different light, instead of me screaming and talking how good we are and all this, they're seeing us being caring and having fun, which is not normal because they're they waiting for me to have a mistress on the side or me <laughs> throw a drink on my brother or somebody and mm -hmm. say, man, but we don't <laughs> smoke a drink, so it's all good. Mm -hmm. And they're waiting for something to go wrong, but it ain't because we're a tight-knit group. Well, the recent thing you did is is you took both your kids out of school and, and signed them overseas. Yes. Melo was in high school. Leangelo, you was at UCLA. Yeah. How like, old what, was a game that? or two? 
not even a game. I ain't play a real game. Wow. How hard was that? Like when, when you came to think about doing, taking them and, and signing them overseas? A lot of people go overseas for different reasons. That's why uh, a, a lot of folks on the outside is thinking like, man, they're not going to do good over there. The team ain't going to like them. Wrong. Because everybody who go overseas, they go over there to make a living. Go over there to make some money. Right. My now, boys ain't going over there to make no living on no money. They're going over there for the passion of the game. They want to play. Mm-hmm. They want to they play with some competition. That's what they're going over there for. It's a different meaning. You don't go over there all cocky trying. You just want to play, man. Now, how about you guys going to, to Lithuania? It ain't L.A., it ain't sunny, it ain't home, you know? And Envy just learned how to pronounce it. Yeah, morning. I sure did. But <laughs> how, how was it going? How do y'all feel that it's going to be going to another? Lamelo don't look happy already. He's like, man. <laughs> I'm fine. I feel like it's going to be cool because, um. <laughs> like like he said, we just want to play, really. So I wasn't really worried about where it would be at. Mm-hmm. Lithuania or anywhere is cool with me. And what about now, you? Same as him. Just probably adapt to, like, the culture. Now, now for you, LiAngelo, was this a strategic move or was it an emotional move based off what happened with UCLA? What you mean? Was it a strategic? Let me ask LeVar. Ms. LeVar, was it a strategic move or, a, or, or an emotional move based off what well, happened well, at UCLA? It's, it's definitely not an emotional move because my boys are not like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I ain't going to say it's a strategic move. It's a move that we made that nobody had control of but us. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's stuck on, oh, UCLA is so good. Don't pass up this opportunity. UCLA ain't us. Mm-hmm. So we can do what we want. Y'all can sit back and think how long you're going to wait and let them other guys sit back. But the big ball away, we move when we move. We ain't got nobody to say, you know what? We doing better than any college player right now. Why? Because Jello's getting paid ten times what any college player is getting right now. They don't get nothing. They don't get nothing. Exactly. Right. <laughs> 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 we good, baby. The coach said that he was surprised. Now, I don't know how this works. Do you tell the coach before you make the Oh, enough? he was very surprised. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the university was surprised. They ain't told me nothing, so I ain't telling them nothing. Mm. Now they surprised. Right. They didn't tell me one boy playing if he not playing or whatever. And then as soon as we up and gone, oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't tell me nothing. Now, when when y'all come to these decisions, is it a a, a discussion or is it a dictatorship? Does LeVar say, no, this is what y'all going to do or y'all talk? Oh, he talked to us. He don't, <laughs> <laughs> like, talk to y'all or at y'all? Like, no, he don't, he don't be like, you going to do this. Talk to y'all. Like, he know he what he's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He don't make us do it, but he just. Everybody, everybody's stuck on this thing thinking like, LeVar just control his boys. No, I give him guidance. Mm. What I mean by that, mm-hmm. you don't have to do nothing I say. But don't come back to me. If if I if I say, hey, let's go this way, this is the, the, the good things for going this way. Right. But if you decide to go left, I'm cool with that. But don't come crying back when things don't work out your way. And that's what people keep thinking uh, with all my boys. They're thinking like, oh, he need to let them be men and get from behind him. I ain't never been behind him. I'm on the side of him. We rolling together. But I will give him advice where I won't let people take advantage of them. They're too young to know all this. They're not experienced. They're teenagers. Mm-hmm. The thing that I love about your boys is they are young, but they do seem to listen to their father. Like, what makes y'all listen to your father in an era where a lot of kids don't want to hear nothing from their parents? He just always been there and helped us out and stuff. So, <laughs> mm. Yo, still your dad or whatever. Still your parents, so you can't just disrespect them like that. Mm-hmm. And they brought you in the world, so. I mean, it's been right. he's been right pretty so far. But what about you, LaMelo? I didn't see him have to check you a couple times. Like, keep your head in the game. Now, you ain't here with us this morning. Oh, yeah. Most of the time, he's right. It ain't helped me a lot, though. Yeah. Hey, most of the time. When do you think, he, when do you think he's wrong? When's the last time he's been wrong? <laughs> when, uh, actually, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> what happened? He was playing one-on-one. He thought he was going to win. <laughs> and let your son beat you one-on-one? 
I ain't let that. I was trying hard. <laughs> I was drunk. You're yeah. your old man. And, and, uh, <laughs> and you couldn't like, we only get two dribbles. Oh, see, yeah. Hey, but I know they remembered that game. I gave them a couple of little nice little elbows. Little elbows. <laughs> hey, Scott, they was my sons at one moment. Now, when the incident happened in China and, and Donald Trump allegedly helped, and then he came at you, how, how did you feel about him coming at you? And did you really send him some sneakers? I sent him some sneakers. 1600 Pennsylvania. Gave him three pair. Let him know how we rolled. Mm-hmm. Red, white, and blue. So we patriotic. They're going to mark that as a bomb soon as they get there. They're going to see that price man. But, but, but like I said, man, we, we had our guys with boots on the ground. I don't know what they was over there for originally, but he left with, with riding on our coattails. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to thank nobody I'm not in, in, in face-to-face with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ain't like he went over there and said, you know what? I'm over in America. They got three Americans over there. Let me go over there and see what's up. It wasn't like he was over there like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you could have said, you ain't even never met my son. I'm supposed to say thank you. So that's the way I looked at it. You think it was a publicity thing for oh, him? Oh, yeah, definitely it was publicity. publicity. Yeah. If we had already, me and my guys had already had what, what had happened, they already had boots on the ground. It was moving already. And this before he even came over there. And this to come over there, and I'm supposed to thank somebody who said something on the other side, like, I told him to be lenient. Somebody could have told him that on the street. All right, when we come back, we got more with the Ball family, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have LeVar Ball and the Ball family in the building. Charlamagne? Why do you think Donald Trump wanted an apology from you when Leangelo already gave him one? He wanted an apology from me because I'm the big baller. Mm. That's why he said, watch, watch how I make this guy say thank you. Stop it. Now, what, what was going on in your mind when all that happened? Because we had a whole discussion about that up here and about the concern because, like, all oh, the laws are different. Anything could happen. Well, that's because you got to make it a story, make it sound good. Mm-hmm. But my son got enough character to get a pass somewhat because it's just a bad mistake that a young kid made. Coming from L.A. South Central, I've had some of my friends be young, 16, 17 years old, go out shooting up folks and killing folks, and the next day they're not there or they're going there for life just to get some little shades or something like that man, and confess about it. I, I, I looked at it a little differently where I was like, man, I've seen a lot worse than what this is going But stealing on. when he got the money, you got a Ferrari. Yeah. Leandro. <laughs> a whole Ferrari. The whole got a half Ferrari. Why a pair shades? What kind of shades were they? Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton? I saw the statement you put out yesterday. You said you did it because your your friends were doing it. That that don't seem like the ball way to be a follower, man. I just made a bad decision. That's all. I didn't really say that, too. However, you read that. That's uh, What was the statement? My bad. What was the statement? <laughs> I said we all still in. It was in the shop. <laughs> I didn't say, oh, my friends did it. So oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. It looked sweet, so he was like, all right, we out. But it never crossed your mind. Like, I got the money to buy these. Yeah, I mean, it just happened, that's all. I don't know why he did it. He don't know why he did it, <laughs> but it was done. And I ain't raised him like that, So, but I'm not going to jump on him like that. Mm-hmm. He, you know, it's in his mind. He already did it, whether you locked up or not. It's up here for a while. So, you know, it's it's not where it's like, okay, everybody keeps saying, oh, you're in China, there's different punishment, man. No, is it? When you steal anywhere, you in trouble. Right. It's wrong. Were you disappointed in him at all when you first heard it? Because you knew what the media was going, especially well, due to you? I, to me, this is, this, is, this is how each one of my boys have done something stupid. Mm-hmm. But before the trip, Melo had done something dumb. Lonzo had done something <laughs> dumb. This was the only one who didn't do nothing. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And it just so happens, it, it happened over there. And I, I call it being lucky on the fact that we were over there. Right. And mm-hmm. he wasn't by himself, you know, so... so it, it worked out pretty good, but I, 
Come on, we all did some mistakes somewhere. I yeah, just stopped absolutely. stealing. I used to always steal double XL in source magazines. Like I'm talking about three, four years ago. Walking, there. I don't know why. You still was stealing three, four years ago. <laughs> I don't ago? know why. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna right. just be there. I just walk out with it. I ain't mean to. I was standing court you for that. Now I stole that. I ain't mean to. I'm pretty sure everybody in this room has stolen something at some point. Uh, yeah. Now with your confidence, I'm gonna call it confidence. I ain't gonna call it cockiness. Do you feel like your sons all have a target when they play basketball? Like they want to prove that they can shut them down to kind of shut they, they you up. They better have a target mm-hmm. from day one. Man, uh, even when they was young, like in the third grade, we playing eighth graders, ninth graders. And the name of our team was called the Big Ballers. And, you know, it's a lot in the name. Mm-hmm. It's called Supremacy or that one. And then people want to come at you. So I'm like, yeah, we the Big Ballers. And everybody would come in there jokingly. The Big Ballers, why are they so small? But when you finish <laughs> beating that tail, they come out and say, oh, they the real Big Ballers. <laughs> so they've been like that all their life. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you don't want that target on your back, be sorry as hell. Nobody don't care. You know, you, you've never been soft on your boy. He never been soft on y'all? Ever? No, not at all. So like when y'all would fall as a kid, what he would do? Get up, you're a boy. Yeah, never soft. Even when we were super young, it's always been hard, coach. You've spoken a lot of things of, in your life into existence. Like you knew you were going to have three boys. Yes. Right? You knew um, the, they're all going to go to the Lakers. Yes. You knew when you met your wife yes. that y'all were going to be together. <laughs> Man, I must be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it must be good. But uh, you know what? I tell everybody, you know, our famous big ball away, are you built for this? And I figure anybody can have anything they want if they're willing to put the time in. Because sometimes, let, let, let's say you want something, and it takes you about a week to get it. Are you going to wait that week? Or maybe it may take you 10 years to get it. Are you going to wait 10 years? Yes, if you really want it. You're going to get it. Like I was telling this guy one day, I said, man, you know you can get any woman you want <laughs> if you just got a woman to put the time in. You might love, love this lady and she get married. Okay, you might have to wait till she a widow before you come back at her. Might be 40, 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> but are you willing Slow. to wait? If you're not, you're about to find a new one. You I like anybody, that. You know, I like that, especially you know in this era. Take your time. Don't right. take it, young no, man. Gonna, but, but you, you think anybody time, could be a pro NBA now. player? I think anybody could be a pro. Uh, but, but you got to... If you really want to be a pro, there's a lot of things you got to do. But I don't think people be really, they want the money. Mm-hmm. But it might not be their passion to be in it. Like I told my boys from day one, you born to go pro. Your last name, Ball, everything lined up for you. I can see that. I thought that when I first saw y'all last name, I was like, it seemed like it's some destiny going on. <laughs> it is, man, if you make it like that, though. Because your wife played ball too, right? Yes. I told them we're original ball family. We're the first basketball family. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. playing soccer or baseball. We got three ball players, last name Ball. Who else is like that? How you get three sons, though, man? Because I got two girls, and I always say it's because... Because you was a player back in the day. There you go. I want to pass back. And Noah said, I'm going to give you these girls and see how you work I with know, these. man. But you were playing ball. You was like, I know you had to be getting it in. But you see, I'm strong, though, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an alpha dog, baby. You got a little weight back. <laughs> you, you kept baby. your socks on or something? Hey, man. <laughs> I was going to have boys. But boys were in our family. That's why I told my, my mm-hmm. wife. I said, I know you can't have like 12 kids, but you'll get three boys. Mm-hmm. Is that a distraction for you? I, I think I read that you, your wife had a, a stroke. Is that a, she had a stroke. That's a not stroke. a distraction for me because I'm with her forever. Got you, got she you, got you. Like I told her, as long as she can smile and kiss her boys, we good. Can't right. say nothing. Now, do you go overseas to Lithuania or do you stay here? Because you, you, you're at Stop every Laker game. You know, you know, I go on overseas. You going overseas? I gotta go see them Lithuanian people. Let them know we coming. <laughs> sure. And, uh, Mello, is there ever a time when you, you want to tell your father tone it down? For me? Yeah. Oh no. Never. You scared or you just don't want? No, it's just no point. <laughs> <laughs> why? 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 Why?
<laughs> what about you, Leandro? You ever want to say, man, tone it down, Pop? No, I'm used to that. He's he been said, like that snacks. my whole life, so. Well, you guys have known from a culture, man. Come on. Right, yeah. From, from, from your father, when, when you, you know, you when got black folks right. raised. Absolutely. You got I ain't saying right. nothing even if I'm wrong. You're right. And they, they, they like the that with me, man. Kids, yeah. yeah. I don't, you know what? It's just to this day, I don't even tell my pops, like, you know, something he do and I don't like it. I go my other way because I can't. You know what? But when you're in a household, you got to listen and go by their rules until you're ready to change and do your own thing. Right. Even when people were giving you flack saying that you could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one and stuff like that, I'm like, I, I don't know too many black fathers that show weakness in front of their sons. Yeah, you got to tell weakness. another your son that man can beat you. one-on-one. That's why they didn't have <laughs> the game one-on-one. Yeah. If it had been one-on-one, he can't beat me. He's too slow and too weak. I'm talking about one-on-one. Now, going up and down that court, man, I'm, one-on-one, I'm going to bag you in. Ain't no three in the key. 270 pounds going against 210? No, not one-on-one, but he got that name. Oh, Michael Jordan got that name. It's just like when I talk about the game, man. People mm-hmm. look at me as, oh, that's that's uh, Lonzo's dad just talking. Man, I'm 50 years old. I know the game. It ain't that hard. It's basketball. Yeah. I tell you what, when now, I plant them seeds, they listen a little bit. Now, what about now, though, if you and Jordan was to play one-on-one? Can you just say your son's... Your son's watched you yesterday. Man, who are you talking about? Talking Jordan one like right now. Dribble, though. Jordan one on one. He's fifty four. I'm fifty. <laughs> Only no fifty four year old man that smoke a cigar beat me. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh-uh. Now your kids allowed to wear other sneakers, other brands. I know during the summer league, we seen uh, Lonzo wear different sneakers. He wore Kobe one day, he wore Jordan one day. Are they allowed to? Or are they? That's, hey, hey, that's that big baller brand. Mm-hmm. That's that independence. You can do what you want. You can wear what you. I bet you got a closet. You don't just have one shoe in there. Correct. Unless you somebody a you, you endorse her and they say you better not wear that other shoe. If I catch you outside, you lose everything. I'm gonna cut your foot off. You know. <laughs> and it, it's just like you know how they get some of these guys. They show up to their house with a truckload of shoes. You mm-hmm. can't even wear all them shoes. But we taught like, oh man, they gave me a. I'm going to tell you, boys, he showed up to my house with a diesel full of shoes. I got them all. Mm-hmm. Tell him take them back and give me the money for them. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to do that. Say, fill the diesel up with money. Mm-hmm. They won't do that. But they figure you can get a lot of guys when, you, when you're getting endorsements and you don't have nothing and you needy. Mm-hmm. See, we not needy. That's what's killing them. All right, we got more with the Bull family. When we come back, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have LaVar Ball and the Ball family in the building. Now, who, who's better at playing one-on-one? I'm sure you played your wife before. What? How many Kill times her. did she beat you? What? <laughs> Murdered her. Oh, All right, come on Listen, I ain't taking One-on-one, never lost. Yeah, have you, you seen that before? Crazy. They're playing loving basketball in the backyard. They're playing for each other's heart. I've never seen that. You never, never seen it because he's in school. On. He better be in school. Yeah. Lamelo, did you ever want to do anything else other than basketball? No. Uh, no. Him and Zoe did though. Oh, I mean, right. What you wanted to do, Leandro? No, no. I mean, like I'm about the sport. Talking to me. I mean, I play football for fun, but I didn't want to do it over basketball. Mm. Like, like at the park, tackle. No, what Zoe? What Zoe want to do? Rap? We all well. Well, he used to play, like, base- we used to play <laughs> baseball, football. It's like for fun. It's nothing to do over basketball. It, but is that because y'all y'all really love the game, or your father loves the game, and you don't want to disappoint him? No, we him? really loved it. Like we've been playing since we were little, and just developed a passion for it. So, how many fights did you have to break up as a dad for being so competitive with these brothers None. fighting each other? None. 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 No fight. No, like you know that. what? Only- this is how I tell my boys, man. This is part of raising them, right? I said, man. What you never do is is is, is fight your brother. Because when you know when stuff get hard, who you gonna run to? Mm. Your family. Why beat up the help? Mm. So that's why you have 
well, we was lucky enough to have different rooms. <laughs> you stand in one room, it's kind of hard. Right, right, right. But, you know, where we at, everybody got their own room. You don't like what's going on, go in your room. But never fight your brother. And I, like I said, if you don't take care of your brother, who will? Right. And even when you watch the show, you don't even feel like that tension or anything. Everybody's support, so supportive of each Man. other. Because they've been like that since they've been little. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a crazy story. And this is, people look at me, wow. Mm-hmm. I said, I asked my sons when they're young, when they're like two, three years old, four years old, actually. I said, you know what? If a guy comes with a van and he throws Mello or somebody in the van, what are you going to do? You know what my boys tell me? We're going to come get you. That's what they told me. That's off their head. Right. I said, no, son. How you going to come get me? By the time you come get me, they off with your brother. Mm. They off with him. Don't come to me with two of y'all here and talking about the other ones back there. All three of y'all better jump in that van and be dead. All three of y'all. I don't want nobody coming back. <laughs> All three of y'all. That's what I tell them. Mm-hmm. So they know, yo, it's going to be harder to try to tie up three kids than tie up one. Mm-hmm. But we all going down. Now, now, they always been like that. That's dope. Do nope. you think your wife trusts you so much with the boys, number one, because she knows you're a good man, but number two, you're, you're in an interracial relationship. Yes. So you can't, she, she can't raise three black boys. Only a black man can teach her. Right. The black boys how to be and a I, man. I, 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 I teach her how to raise Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know. One of the things they want to do is sometimes moms is like, you know what? I'm gonna let your dad hit you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, don't don't put me in it. You better learn how to handle them. Right. You know, like I told them. But I also told the boys, and that's why people take this the wrong way too. I said, yo, if if you want to disrespect your mom, or you want to wake up and tell her, hey, I ain't saying nothing to you. But I said, yo. Be like that the rest of your life. Don't wait till you get <laughs> sick and be like, hey, mom, can I do this? Can I do that? So think about it, mm-hmm. how you want to treat her. In every sense, they always respected her and did whatever she wanted. Because I said, ain't going to be no wishy-washy stuff. But I said, if y'all don't want to say nothing, I ain't going to be mad. You ain't got to do nothing to her if you don't want. I got a question for all three. I want to start with Lovato. Hypothetically speaking, what if the master plan to get all the boys in the NBA doesn't happen? Would you feel like you failed? No. No. How could I fail? around here like a millionaire that's something I built from the bottom mm-hmm. that's why they even talking about you know Alonzo's struggling I said how 20 year old millionaire playing a game that he loves where, where the struggle at but you know it's not about the money though it, it ain't about the money mm-hmm. that's what these people don't understand mm-hmm. the key to life I don't think is making all the money in the world because once you done bought everything you want what's left right you better have a passion for something and, and, and the thing that I like is my boys love to play basketball and and it just so happens that that's their livelihood. So they winning. You see what I'm saying? It's just like you guys sitting here, man. Mm-hmm. You probably used to shoot the breeze on the block, man. Now you guys are getting paid. Oh, yeah. You I ain't going to college. Here. Exactly. I got crack charges. And you're and you, and you having, you having a nice time coming <laughs> in here every day, Absolutely. whatever, and just talking to people and meeting folks. But you was doing that for free back in the day mm-hmm. on the hood. You're like, man, I ain't gonna touch something, man. He, he gonna let you know what's going on, mm-hmm. all you guys, man. But if this is your passion and you, this is not like work to y'all. Not like work at all. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, y- y'all won. Absolutely. So, so Melo and Leangelo, would y'all feel like y'all failed if y'all didn't make it to the NBA? No, I don't feel like I failed. It's just, I mean, like you said, we just love to play, really. So it's not pressure playing or nothing. You just go out there and do what you love to do. What about you, Melo? Yeah, same thing he said. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that the ladies love you guys, too. So what, what do you guys learn about dealing with the ladies? There's a lot of ugly women in Lithuania from what I heard too. Shut up, Shut man. Up. <laughs> but what like what what do you learn at home about oh, relationships? Does. Yeah. And dealing with the women that are or ladies, girls that are coming at you. No, nothing. 
do what he do. <laughs> oh, your daddy, Leandro. Can't do what he does. The <laughs> boy can't do Not what yet. he does. <laughs> we appreciate. So, what you does guys that mean? Just monogamous, uh, as far as do what your dad does. Like treat women how he does. Okay. But y'all seen a healthy, a healthy relationship <laughs> with your mom and father all these years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Levi, I gotta ask you: Are you gonna um, cut back on the sweets? No. Because it's an OD. Yeah, them, them sweets are good. You ain't playing no ball. You exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah. But if I'm still, playing ball, I'm still getting them sweets. Sugar's like an addiction because I know I eat a lot of sweets too. Yes. And sometimes I feel terrible after. Like, why did I do I that? I don't feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last question. What's the plan B in case basketball doesn't work? <laughs> he told you about plan well, B. No, no, no. He didn't say what the plan B was. He just said he wouldn't be disappointed. Well, yeah, but what is the plan, plan B? B ain't no plan B. There you go. Ain't no plan B because I always thought it is with plan B. If you 80% in plan A and you 20% in plan B, you ain't 100 in. Mm-hmm. So don't be mad when you don't make it because you worry about a fallback plan. Like I tell my boys, man, we'll fall back when we fall back. But here's the thing. People keep talking you know, about the educational thing. Oh, they took them out of school. They're not going to be educated wrong. You can take your boys out of school when you got a brand. When you got a brand, you can do what you want. Right. And that's us. So we can leave anytime we want. The boys are going to be fine. So no plan B. Ain't no plan B. Y'all think about that when y'all in Lithuania having sex with some random women, okay? No plan B. No plan B. Well, we appreciate you guys for joining us. And, uh, hey, you want to shout out Sneaker Pond, right? Y'all oh, just... Sneaker Pond, man. They gave us the best over here on this East Coast, man. Mm-hmm. My boy Troy, right there off of 14th, man. That's Sneaker Pond. We had a great time, man. Okay. man he's a heck of a guy. And his son Chase is, is, is funny as heck. I love that guy. But what I like about them, too, is the independence, how they made their thing grow. Mm-hmm. Out of a passion of just some sneakers. Oh, you got me saying sneakers now, man. I'm supposed to say tennis shoes. I'm from the East Coast. I got to say sneakers. When are the women's coming? When are the women's coming? Uh, man, we got that in line. We got, we got to get our I thing going on. I know the clothing's coming, but oh, yeah. you getting the sneakers, it's, it's, it's too? coming. You getting the tennis shoes, too. I mean, you know. yeah, tennis shoes. Getting, tennis shoes, the all this stuff. <laughs> we, we, getting it, we getting it right. You got to drop that woman line, Silk. You know they like to call you a misogynist. Man, they, they love to say that, but I'm married. I'm cool. So it's, they can say what they want. I don't think not having a women's line makes you misogynistic. No, but they say that for other things, and, and, and some of the things, like like I was telling the girl. But listen, if I never told her to stay in a lane, what happens when you don't stay in your lane? You get in a wreck. So that was a warning. Just, just be quiet and just stay in your lane. You good? It wasn't like, stay in your lane. You a woman. I don't want to talk to you. No, I just didn't want to talk to her. She scares me, man. I, I watched Saw a lot of times. Now I watch it with a different view on the fact <laughs> that she scared the hell out of me. She told me I scared her. I can't look at that lady more than once. I don't, I don't think people realize how much of a trigger that was when you was talking to Christine Leahy. Because as a black man in America, we've seen historically so many times white women saying, are you threatening me? Are you threatening me? Like, hey, face forward. How you threatening somebody behind you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like walking down the street like, I'm getting all y'all. Like, what? People got mad when I made the comparison to Emmett Till. But I'm like, no, that's the same energy that yes. got Emmett Till killed. Yes. Most definitely, man. And like I said, I appreciate you. I know you got your own thing, so you can say what you want. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't have that. That's why these guys be looking at us. You know, they'll come out there and do this this crazy talking on these ESPN shows like little puppets. Mm-hmm. They trying to make things grow, just like, I, you know, going back to that dude Whitlock. You got to work for those guys. So that's why you talking like that. Because you don't have your own mind. Still right. get your ass up and do what they tell you to do. You you know don't don't act like you're a boss and you're doing stuff just like he was talking about. Oh, the balls are like the Kardashians. How? <laughs> he said they got a good product to keep your eyes off of them. 
That's what I'm saying. Damn. Yeah, good Damn. product. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. That sounded crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I just don't understand why people are so invested in seeing y'all lose. It makes no sense <laughs> to me. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't see it. You know what? They, they got to. You know, but it, but it's cool. Loans. My boys know what I'm about. Mm-hmm. I know what they're about in our close-knit grip group, and we just keep going forward. It's hard to stop us, man. So you got to hate. You got to hate on anybody that's successful, just like you guys, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Hey, we good, man. I appreciate you guys inviting us over appreciate here, man. Thank you all. Yeah, we Thank you for coming over here, man. We decided to come stop by here. Yeah, right? we appreciate you guys, man. Very much it. so. It's the Ball family. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Salute to the big baller brand for coming through, LeVar Ball. Yes. Uh, Mello and Jello. You know, people are afraid of LeVar because LeVar not afraid, but you know. Whenever you're the first person stepping out to uh, attempt to do something that people haven't seen before, they're going to call you nuts. So. You should watch the show Ball and the Family, too. It's a really good show, and it's on Facebook. I'm going to watch it. Over the vacation, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah, they just started bi- season two. I think it's like three or four episodes in. I see oh. what your big baller brand snap back on this morning, too. Yeah, that's right. There you go, representing that black entrepreneurship. Why not? Absolutely. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kendrick Lamar. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Kendrick Lamar stopped by to talk to Howard Stern, and they had a nice long talk about different topics. In particular, they talked about working him working with Taylor Swift. Here's what Kendrick had to say about the song Bad Blood. This particular record, it was just me just vibing and catching her lyrics. I didn't want to get into her head too crazy. I just wanted to have my own inspiration and How, see where it took it. So you do a take. Does she look at you after and say, okay, Kendrick, I like that. But give me two more. Fortunately, the, the vibe was right, and it, it, it didn't take too many takes. And we was, we was really locked in on the, on the chemistry, and we really felt what was going on when I was in the booth. So it was just an energy, and we knocked it out. As if Kendrick Lamar going to listen to Taylor Swift by the rap verse. <laughs> Do it again. Please. Please. Right. Get out of here with your unseasoned chicken. All right. Well, in addition to that, he talked about almost having a collaboration with Prince. You know, he tried hard to get that to happen, but they did have a nice run-in. Check it out. I played him a record on the air called Complexion. He liked the record. And what was at this estate? It was so much going on in the moment, man. It was, I, I did a show that day uh, with him on stage. I didn't even know I was coming out on stage. The studio was next door where I just played him the song. We run it back and forth. He didn't tell me I was going out on stage. You just went to see him perform, and you thought you were going to watch a show? It was a meeting, and he was doing uh, an event. He said, you want to watch me on an event? Yeah. I'm out there watching. He said, come on stage. <laughs> and mid-performance. So I'm up there freestyling, and it just turned into something else. And I totally forgot about the song after that. Damn. That See, and that, listen, not many people could get away with just being like, yo, come up on the stage. If you're not, you know, Prince status, you can't just Yeah, who's going to tell Prince? No. Right. Nobody. Nobody's going to say, nah, I'm not getting up there. Yeah, Remember when Kim Kardashian was dancing on stage at the Prince concert? I don't think he asked her to do that. <laughs> he threw her off the stage. Yeah, I think she little mama that whole situation. <laughs> All right, Tiffany Haddish has uh, shot her shot. She was shooting her shot with Trevor Noah. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this, but she posted on Instagram a picture where she was on with Trevor Noah. She said, I don't usually do this, but what the hell? My man crushed Monday at Trevor Noah. So Did Trevor respond? I haven't seen his response. Did you? Maybe he sent her a DM. Yeah. Maybe. I think that would be cute. Or maybe Trevor That's got what a he should have left in her <laughs> captions. Yeah, that's maybe got yeah, a girl right, is, you staying right, far you away. Right, you're right. You don't right, know. You're right. <laughs> if your man don't reply, if a man don't reply to your man crush Monday, you probably got a girl. Man, it's the holiday okay. season. Trevor, I don't want that smoke. Oh man. Nope. Oh, he might wait till after the holiday because he want to buy. You have to buy you a gift. 
That's true, too. I saw this wait. Trevor got it. Yeah, but wait anyway. Why? It's only two weeks to Christmas. All right, now let me give you an update on what's going on with the NFL Network. We told you about uh, people being named in a lawsuit, and they're all being named by the accuser, Jamie Cantor. Now, she said during her employment, she was subjected to ongoing and continuing sexual harassment. Well, here are some allegations. She said that Marshall Falk, who's currently on air, asked invasive questions about sex, like her favorite position, whether she liked oral sex, and whether she dated black men. And then he got more aggressive, inviting her to his hotel room, stroking and pulling out his genitals in front of her, pointing to his crotch and asking, when are you going to get on this already? She said at one point, he even pushed her against a wall and demanded oral sex while he pulled his pants down. Ike Taylor, who is also suspended, he's an on-air talent, he said that she said he sent sexually inappropriate pictures of himself and a nude video that he had masturbating in the shower. Warren Sapp. What's up with masturbation, man? Why he's got like to masturbate in front of women? I don't know, because it's not like we're gonna want to join in with you because it looks so appealing. It's really kind of like disgusting. What are you doing? You know? Uh Warren Sapp, he's a former on-air talent, came into the restroom while she was preparing her clothes and urinated in front of her, and then she told him to get out and he said, Sorry, mama, but your office shouldn't be our isher. And he is also accused of giving her sex toys for Christmas three years in a row. There's a lot of different uh, accusations Jeez. on here, but a lot of nude pictures being sent, a lot of groping, grabbing, uh, all kinds of things. One man, uh, Donovan McNabb, said she looks like the kind of girl that squirted when getting effed. And that <laughs> what was the hell is going that on? Was <laughs> These I people, promise you, man. People look crazy. I don't care. I've never been that thirsty in my life, like in, in real Jeez. life. Like, never. <laughs> I just can't, I can't even imagine having these conversations with people. Like, what, what, where do you go after that? You look like the kind of girl that squirts. Then what? You get fired and go home. <laughs> then, That's what happens. Then what, what do you expect the response to be? Yeah, I do squirt all the time. Maybe she, maybe they do get those responses. I don't freaking know, man. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Charlemagne. Yes. Don't get the day up next. Listen, man. Uh, Ted Crockett, who is uh, the campaign spokesman for Roy Moore, Roy Moore, who lost in Alabama yesterday, dropping on the clues bomb for Roy Moore, losing, damn it. Boy, does that sound like a bomb to you? <laughs> it's oh, coming. God. It's All coming. Right, okay. It's coming. All right. The moment is past. Ted Crockett, before after the hour, donkey today. All right, and don't forget Duchess from Black Ink Crew will be joining us next hour, too. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey of the Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit me with the heat. Yes, yeah, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? My goodness. Well, Mr. Ed Sheeran, uh, donkey of the day for Wednesday, December 13th, goes to Roy Moore's campaign spokesman, Ted Crockett. Now, I could have given it to all of you in Alabama who voted for Roy Moore, the 72% of white men who voted for him, the 63% of white women who voted for him, the 6% of black men who voted for him, and the 2% of black women who voted for him. But that's your business, okay? I don't know how you justify voting for an alleged pedophile, but I don't understand how people justify supporting R. Kelly after all these years. But whatever. Okay, I do wish that they would release the number of registered sex offenders who voted for Roy Moore. I would love to see that strictly for research purposes, but F all that. Okay, y'all have to deal with your own karma, but Ted Crockett, Roy Moore's campaign spokesman, was on CNN with Jake Tapper last night, and they started going back and forth with each other on whether or not Muslims should serve in Congress. Now, uh, if you're watching us on Revolt TV, you can see the video. Okay, if you're riding in your car or listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, you can go to my Instagram, see the God, C-T-H-A-G-O-D, and watch the video. But just know that if you can hear this audio, that the audio I'm about to play is not edited, okay? You are about to hear what it sounds like. 
when the cat got somebody tongue. Okay? You are about to hear what it sounds like for someone to truly say less. All right? The silence you are about to hear during this conversation is what happens when a donkey is caught in the headlights. Let's listen to Jake Tapper and Ted Crockett go back and forth on CNN, please. Judge Moore has also said uh, that he doesn't think uh, a Muslim member of Congress should be allowed to be in Congress. Why? Uh, under what, but, under what provision of the Constitution? Because you have to swear on the Bible. You, when, you, you, when you are before, I had to do it. I'm an elected official three terms. I had to swear on a Bible. You have to swear on a Bible to be an elected official in the, in the United States of America. He alleges that a Muslim cannot do that ethically, swearing on the Bible. You don't actually have to swear on a Christian Bible. You can swear on anything, really. I don't know if you knew that. You can swear on a Jewish Bible. Oh, no, you can swear I swore on, a, on the Bible. Can, I've done it three times. I'm sure Jay. you have. I'm sure you've picked a Bible, but the law is not that you have to swear on a Christian Bible. That is not the law. You, you don't know that? <laughs> All right, Ted Crockett. With I don't know. I, I know that uh, Donald Trump did it when he when we made him president because no, he's Christian and he picked it. That's what he wanted to. That's what we wanted to swear in on. Ted Crockett with the Moore campaign. Good luck tonight. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> that was awkward. Uh -uh -uh. Let me tell you something, my brothers. Uh, I'm sure y'all can relate to this. Have you ever been confronted <laughs> by your significant other for cheating? Not that she think you cheating. I'm talking that she done went through your phone. She know the first and last name of the chick. She know every place you've been with the chick for the past six months. She got all the evidence. And then she looks you in the eye and says, how long you been sleeping with her? And you can't lie. <laughs> because she know. Mm -hmm. right? You know she got you. So you just sit there with the Ted Crockett <laughs> face. All right. This is a great example of life. All right. I tell you all the time we live in an era where it's not about Republican versus Democrat, conservative versus liberal, black versus white. It's about right versus wrong, good versus evil, God versus Satan. And at this crucial time in history, we have to all ask ourselves which side we want to be on. And what you just saw is when you get caught on the wrong side. All right. <laughs> See, what happened with Ted Crockett is when you know in your heart what's right. And what's wrong, but you still choose to do the wrong thing. In Ted Crockett's case, he was attempting to defend the wrong thing. But at some point, the lies must end and the truth must begin. And God gave Ted Crockett a chance in that, in that moment to do and say the right thing. But just like his man, Roy Moore, who he is a campaign spokesman for, he just can't concede defeat, even though he clearly lost <laughs> in front of all America. Kids, if you're wrong, own up to what you didn't do right. Okay, that's how you learn and earn respect. So Republican Party, conservatives, if you are wondering why people are losing respect for your party, look no further than the mirror. Please give Ted Crockett, campaign spokesman for Roy Moore, the biggest hee-haw, please. All right. Well then. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, we have Duchess from Black Ink Crew. Now, if you remember Caesar, did he come up this week or last week? Last week he came up? Yeah, he was here last week. Caesar came up here last week. That's when the new season of Black Ink started. So right, he, he talked was about it off. he talked about their relationship with Duchess and how he gave her his her new tattoo shop and more. So we're going to talk about all that and I'm, more. I'm and there honest. was a lot of drama on this last episode with Sky and Duchess and uh, Sky's son being interviewed in yeah. Duchess's shop. Yeah, I haven't watched Black Ink Crew in a long time, uh, but I'm here for the mess. Okay, that's all I'm here for. All right, guys. I'm just here for the mess, man. All I just right. heard it was messy. So I, I just heard it was messy, in. so I decided to show up. That's all. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm just messy over here. All right, when we come back, keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have uh, Gossip crazy. Viv here in the building. Emmy said it right. Emmy said it right. And also, who's been? She's been spewing flames since she got here. This is Duchess from Black Ink Crew. But oh formerly, not formerly. Been from Black Ink. Yes, you have. I've been smiling and having a great morning. She came in here with Caesar's STD results. This is crazy. Stop lying, Charlamagne. This Stop is crazy, lying. Duchess. What you doing? <laughs> All right. So you know the new season of Black Ink has started, and we did have Caesar up here to promote that and he said you're trying to get half of his business and that's okay. why he has an issue. Can I address that? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, anyone who knows me knows that I'm from the South and I come from a two-parent married family. Correct. In order to get half of something, you would have to marry the person. You have to be married. The first thing that I did in season five was give him the ring back. Mm-hmm. That means I have no intention of wanting half because I didn't marry you. Mm. I would have married you and followed through with the plot that VH1 suggested if I wanted half. So VH1 but wanted y'all to get away. married and it's VH1, half? well, excuse me, let me say it correctly. Mm. Big Fish Productions kept pressuring me to set a date Salute to Big for, Fish. A, for, for a wedding. And I'm like, we're not ready to get married. It's certain things that we need to do before we even get to that point. So right. I never would set a date. So then they're like, well, y'all either going to have to break up or get married. Wow. How can you give someone that type of ultimatum when this is our real life? Yeah, this is life. This ain't, I'm not going to marry somebody because y'all think it's great for your ratings. So we can get a, a wedding special and y'all going to pay for it. And it can be a destination wedding and all of this stuff. None of that stuff mattered to me. Mm-hmm. What mattered to me is that I don't get married and have to get divorced. So what? that's why I didn't get married. And I would not set a date. So they went through all of this foolishness to cause problems in our relationship that made me just exhausted from it that I wanted to walk away. I needed to get away from the chaos. So either way, they got their storyline. Whether y'all got married or y- y'all broke up, one of their two options It had to happen, out. and they definitely forced those interactions. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted half of anything, sees, I'm so sorry. But you don't know what marriage is because all of y'all parents don't know what that institution is. They've never been married. Mm. C's mother is married, but it's not to his father. Um, y'all don't really understand that, and I get it. But everybody else in the human population that has a little bit of logic knows that in order for you to get half, you have to jump the broom. So what, you, what about you have to it, get married? Are certain states different though? Like if you got co- common law marriage, yeah, common law, New yeah. York is where we lived mm-hmm. and where it would have everything would have been. In the state of New York, that is not it. In the state of New York, if I would have married him our both incomes would have been part of his child support. In the mm. state of North Carolina, it's not like that. Mm. If we was in North Carolina, his child support is his child support. Mm-hmm. But in New York, the household income is what child it's support combined. is based off of. So, so all of these things was reasons why I'm like, I don't know if I want to agree to living this type of life mm. forever. Right. Well, what did you want from him? If, if you didn't want to have, did you want something from him? I wanted peace. I wanted to walk away and have peace, mm-hmm. which is what I have not had this entire time. Y'all haven't seen me post anything about them mm-hmm. since the breakup. No interaction in social media. I haven't seen them in the physical form. Mm-hmm. We haven't, um, I haven't filmed with them. I've had no communication with these people. Right. Have they tried to film with you? Could you? Yes, get- I have uh, text messages. I also, at the end of that, you see that. I saw an agreement here. So Big Fish off- offered me a. Um, now, Big Fish, if you don't know, is a production company that. the Big Fish. Right. Uh, and my people. Black I got a couple. I see a development agreement for. I see a development agreement here. For um, Pretty in Ink. 
So it's a development deal. Well, mm-hmm. it's not a job. Now, that's what does that mean? Partnership. Partnership. Well, you know what I'm saying. You're working together. <laughs> yes, working yes, yes. together. So um, that Stop means that they were offering me a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Do you Why see you my signature? It? Do you see my signature on that no, paperwork? No, there's no signatures. There's no signature because I did not want to do this. Really? I did not want to do this. I am, I really want to be happy. I really want to mm-hmm. have peace. I'm in North Carolina living my life. I have the most amazing people around me right now. I'm back in school. I finished this summer. I got too much other things that I'm doing that nobody else knows about. You said uh, that, you know, the Big Fish or whoever was creating these different scenarios for y'all to break up. Now, when Caesar was here, he said he don't know where these pictures came from, right? It, they could have airdropped him in his phone now that I'm thinking yeah, it about was, it. It was on a computer, and there was a... They could have put him on the computer. So where these pictures come from, Duchess? If you know... Okay, so let me tell you about me. Me and C's, there's a copy of our lease mm-hmm. for our apartment <laughs> when we live. Look, I have a yeah, well, I'm not playing. I'm, this, is what I, this, is what I, this is what I feel like. If people are going to oh, come okay. in here and be able to tell lies, y'all got to make them come in here, here with some support. Here it is, right here. All right, exactly. I'm Go. sorry. I like, agree. You can't just come in here and slander someone's name and mm-hmm. you have no substantiating evidence to support it. That's bull. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have a copy of our lease. Mm-hmm. Exhibit A. What is it? Exhibit A. Is there pictures on the lease? That lease, I bet you $1,000, Big Fish cannot provide a location agreement for filming in that space. You know why? Because mm. after they filmed in our first apartment in Brooklyn and they showed that air mattress on the TV show, I said, oh, no, 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 they ain't coming back in my house. So no one had access to our computers because no one had been in my home. Mm. And I made sure of that because of the previous experiences we had with them taking stuff and making you look worse than what you... They didn't say, oh, the air mattress is because C's cousin is staying with us and he ain't got nowhere to sleep. They didn't say that. They made it look like we sleeping on the air mattress. They didn't even film in our bedroom. You understand what I'm saying? What season was this? This was season two. Oh, okay. So y'all just getting started. All right. if y'all gonna play games like that, I'm like an elephant. I ain't forgot. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, well, if they come in here with a camera this time, maybe they'll make this look like that, they'll look that like that. No, True. y'all can't come in my house. Nope. True. Sorry. True. There's no filming in our home. You want to film with us in our home? Get us an Airbnb. So all the apartments, I'm going to go on and put that out there. All the apartments that y'all see on Black Ink, these folks don't be living in there. We know that. And all over the apartment. They be They be straight up Airbnbs. Now, so don't believe the hype, y'all. Now, one thing that Caesar uh, did say was he said that, okay, he admitted that he cheated on you, but he said you cheated on him also. And that played out on the show as well. Exhibit C, go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> let me ask you this. What when paperwork C's, you got for that when one? C's <laughs> cheated on, when C's cheated on me, I called him. He didn't answer the phone. I called the girl. She answers the phone. Hey, I said, could you please hand seize the phone? And she handed him the phone. <laughs> no. So um, you got official caught, bruh. You can't <laughs> deny that. You talking about fans that took a picture with me and then want to say I was messing with Duchess. The dude ain't take no picture in my bed. He ain't take no picture in my apartment. He took a picture in my tattoo shop with his arm around my shoulder like a fan. And it wasn't me. Like, come on. (laughs) Y'all know how many pictures? I just took pictures in y'all's lobby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. I take these pictures all the time. I can't help that the dude felt that he needed to express his fame, his hunger for fame. Like, bro, right. you don't even have a personal pic of me. Mm-hmm. If I'm messing with you, show me some text messages. Show me a naked pic. Show me show me something that's going to make me believe that I really was messing with you. If you don't have that, I cannot go by a fan pic. Now, what did, C- I can't. What did Caesar say when the girl handed him the phone? Well, what did you say to Caesar? You officially- Please come and get your stuff. Oh, I thought you about And to- then y'all watched me 
carry all them sneakers <laughs> and put them on the corner. Yes. And then the police came and said, Duchess, you're going to go to jail if you keep these shoes on the corner and somebody steal one sneaker from him. We have to take you to jail. So then I had to carry all the daggone sneakers back to the house. <laughs> oh, man, that's instead of, No, but instead of carrying them to the walk-in closet, I carried them right to that living room front door because as soon as he get here, he can just take them right, right to the car. Did he deny there. it at all? He couldn't. He, he was could into the not. Let me, tell you, let, me, tattoo. Hold on, let me give oh. you let me get you further deep. The that. girl the Be girl good. that C's cheated on me with sent Big Fish along with Caesar a cease and desist so that they could not speak her name on the show. Wow. So they used Tiffany, who was a producer at the time, and had her sit in the car and fake kiss C's on camera as if she was the girl. Wow. So y'all wanna talk about real? Let's talk about real. real. Y'all using means. producers to be cast members when y'all thirsty can't when y'all so thirsty y'all can't get a story. All right, we got more with Duchess and Gossip Viv. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Duchess from Black Ink Crew in the building. Also, Gossip Viv. Charlamagne? Now, what about the accusation that C's got somebody pregnant? Big fish needing storylines. If y'all paid attention to that whole scenario <laughs> on show, did y'all see me even... Hurt by the girl talking about having no. a baby with You actually her. didn't seem like you believed it. You needed some evidence. Okay. Thank you. So you knew if, it was a lie. My thing is this. You telling me your sister was pregnant by C's. Why is your sister not here? Right. Like, all of it, don't it sound like a lot? Your mm. sister not here, but your sister was the one pregnant. <laughs> um... Like, what is going on here? And and you pay attention to the mannerisms. Pay attention to how I am. Because y'all know, I'm the animated, hyped up. When I'm passionate about something, you know I'm passionate about something. Yes. Y'all watch me straight sit back like, what is this girl talking about? Yeah, I was like, Are she's we not done? mad at all. <laughs> Are we done? Is, is filming? Has filming commenced for today? Because I want to go home. Now, so get, basically, you was tired of being fake. Basically. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I, I get it. it. I get Let, it. Let's get I to can't. the meat of this because There's something more? just happened. Now, this, this is why guys exhibit here D. also. Uh, no. G. Now, G. You did an interview <laughs> recently, and that interview was in Duchess's tattoo shop. Right. Pretty in ink. Mm-hmm. And it was with Sky's son. Sky has not seen her son in 15 years. I don't was know. It? And she was uh, planning to re- reunite with when her child. When he was 18, that's what she said, right? Yeah, she had a plan. She said that she wanted to reunite with him when he was 18, right? A gentleman by the name of Genesis. She said when when he turns 18, she wants to reach out to them because that's when the adoption (coughs) stuff, that's what she said. So what happened? Tell us what happened. The boy's 19 years old. That's all. That's just single math. Simple math. Okay, so, you know, she gave her kids up for adoption and hasn't seen them. And so... Gossip Vib did an interview with Sky's son, and that was in your tattoo shop, and now Sky is mad at both of y'all. Okay, so can I just say one thing first? Mm-hmm. Number one, Sky, the first lie you lied about was the fact that they're twin boys. One son is 17, one son is 19. That's not twins. Nah. I don't know how your uterus can contract them type of twins. <laughs> I'm just saying. I ain't never seen a uterus like that. <laughs> I'm that's just saying. Twins, right? So that's the first lie. <laughs> the second lie, you said that you gave your kids to a family for a better life. Right. <clears throat> your son at 19 years old was released from a juvenile detention center. That does not sound like a better life to me. Mm. You said that your sons had been all around the world. And your son said to me, he thought Dubai was a motorcycle when he saw it on TV. He was in a juvenile Dubai. detention he center. Ducati. He meant Ducati. 
Oh. Yeah. But <laughs> the guys up here make mistakes like, oh. like that. I, I, I'm just saying. He thought Lithuania was a battery. No, but that's I, the only Dubai my, and Ducati my, ain't nothing alike. My only question was, do you even have a passport? He said no. So all of these things that just your mother said about you was really just so that she could have a storyline. Because this little boy's life did not reflect the things that she made us believe. <laughs> getting ready now, for reality TV. My whole thing was this. The father is from Durham, North Carolina. Durham, North Carolina is about an hour and a half away from Charlotte. I thought Durham was a motorcycle. Shut the shut. <laughs> <laughs> you know about North Carolina. I know, I know, I know. So he's from Durham, North Carolina, the father. His mother, everybody <laughs> in his life is in Durham, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. When he got the little boy out of the detention center, they came to North Carolina to see his family. Mm -hmm. And then they came to my tattoo shop. I don't know Sky's baby daddy, and I don't know her son. If she lied about the fact that she had twins, and that's not the baby daddy we seen on the show, how could I know who this man was? If she said she was looking for her kids and couldn't find them, how can I find them? Mm. I didn't even birth them. So what you gonna do when Sky come get this fade, Duchess? Well, she coming to get that I am fade. not. I'm a grown woman, and I'm a businesswoman. I don't fight. I don't fight. You got hitters for that? I don't I, I don't need nothing. I don't need none of that. What right. I need you to do is not focus on the location of this interview being my shop. I need you to focus on what your child has said because he is screaming for your attention. Mm. He don't care about me, this show, Viv, this interview. He don't care about nothing but having the attention and love from his mother who he's watched be on TV with her hanging out, who he's watched be on TV talking about sucking and doing all of this type stuff, who he's watched be on TV well, get a it. new vagina before she even wrote him a letter. Yikes. These are the things that the issues are. The issue is not where the location of the interview is. The issue is why is it okay for someone to create a false storyline and when the child is now an adult and wants to understand that, he can't say nothing. Now, some people, have said, it's, yeah, some like people have said it's too much to bring her son. Yeah. Yeah. We, didn't bring, I mean, we didn't bring anything. They came to my tattoo shop. Wow. The only thing I wanted was for that situation to be told the truth. I hate the fact that people are looking at me like I'm a terrible person because Sky and C's are tearing me down. Right. These are the same people that have built storylines off of lies. So how can y'all sit here and eat up everything that they're saying about me? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't listen to exes. Like, I, even when C's was here, it's like... I, but my G, who talks about an ex? Do you talk about an ex? Nah. An ex is an ex, right? Well, when I go check on her on Facebook to make sure she's still doing bad, yes, I do say, <laughs> like, damn, she got fat. But do you say it publicly? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. That My thing is, what type of man feel like they need to bash a woman if they put a ring on their finger? Like, that's real. This is right. character traits, y'all. Real G's. Like, I don't talk to a lot of real G's. Did he bash no that? Man, though? I did think... say he still what? cares about you. First off, let me tell you what he, where he. I'm gonna tell you where he bashed me. Okay. He bashed me when he said he gave me pretty and ink. Mm -hmm. Now, exhibit G E F H I K whatever. <laughs> she got get, the whole alphabet, y'all. Exhibit. Okay, so pretty and ink. So he didn't give you pretty ink. Let me tell you something. Uh -oh. if, for him to give me pretty and ink, that means he has to own the land, right? Mm -hmm. I have a landlord. His name is Greg Papanastos. He is a white man. Okay, I see. That's Greek. It is, That's Argos, Greek. It is Argos Realty. That is the copy of my lease. The lease ain't even in my name. The lease is in my LLC's name, which C's has absolutely nothing to do. Mm. So in order for you to give me something, you would have had to own it. Mm. I don't own it. I don't even own it. 
So how did you give it to me? Mm. <laughs> oh, look at these producer notes. She was pissed Or maybe he's saying that he, maybe he's saying he gave you the money for the business, not the land. Maybe he's saying he gave you the money for the business. He didn't give me nothing. Mm -hmm. And if you got proof of the money, see, the money that I have proof of, I have the receipts in there of when I paid for child support. I got receipts. Yes. You saw it. You got a lot of, of seized child, child support. support payments in here. Um, Thank you. I have <laughs> proof when I paid the light bill at Black Ink, you which is not my shop. Hold on. You paid the seized child support for it? It was on the show, and I have the receipts of when I did it more than just the time that it was on the show. How much was it if you paid it? Two, I'm not gonna say it. Go ahead and say it's it. Angela. A lot of pages. Look at the check stub. About twenty thousand dollars worth. But what was the amount <laughs> of each payment? Two hundred thirty dollars. He had to pay two hundred and thirty dollars for child support. Now y'all tell me if that's a boss. So you you tell me he couldn't pay two hundred thirty dollars. Angela, are you it's looking at here, the paperwork? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Two hundred thirty dollars. She's throwing stuff right now. See, you ever seen that Arthur meme when his Arthur got his fist balled up? That's seen somewhere right now. Listen, are My you thing is, I just don't want people bashing me that don't have substantiating evidence. Y'all, everything that they saying about me, all they're doing is sitting here saying the stuff. Show me when I, show me the legal documentation when I asked you for half a black ink. Now, let me ask you, you this. Show me a lawyer. Show me a <laughs> that lawyer that's willing to lose their state bar license because they're going to tell a lie for you. Now, Duchess, watching this um, new season, does it hurt because you guys were engaged Sheesh. and in love and thought you were going to get married to see him wilding out with all these different my women? G, that, was my, that was my piece. I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. That showed me the bullet I dodged. You feel me? So you I wasn't for him. You don't miss him at all, Because I'm huh? not the type of woman that he chooses. You don't miss him? No, I can't say that. Ah, I know you grabbed your stomach. No, 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 no. You grabbed no, no, your no, stomach like you ain't something to get him out. No, Charlamagne, Charlamagne, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. There's a plot twist. No. <laughs> when, when you've been good to somebody, see, what I'm not going to do is bash him or berate him or belittle him. I'm not going to do that. I was there. I was invested in you it. You was in love. I was in love. Mm -hmm. But after seeing the behaviors and seeing how you allow people, I'm so sorry, but there's no person in my life that I feel that much disdain for that I would allow somebody to drag if I really was invested with them. The fact that he's carrying on in these behaviors, he's made it so easy for me to get over him. True. He's made it too easy for me to get saying. over him. You mm. still dating the Carolina Panther, Zack Snyder? No. That's been, come on now. Okay. I, I've, I've, that's been dead. Mm -hmm. And it was seasons? never, and it was never we was dating. It was we was getting to know each other. Like I'm a single woman, that's I dating. can't get to know. No, no, that's not dating. Dating is when you decide that you want to commit and be be there with each no, other. That's a relationship. Mm -hmm. Dating that, is going. Dating out. is going out. That's a relationship. A that's still just dating. Oh well, y'all know. Y'all know I'm a country girl. I, <laughs> I, I levels of this stuff is different. So, are you he, was, right now? he was. No, I'm not. No, that's been over and done with. That just got all kind of Goodness receipts. Gracious, over here. Now, Give me last, some proof. Last question: Is that Caesar's name you have under your neck right here? No, that is not. It says, "I pray for those who pray on me." Okay. All right, well, there you have it. <laughs> there you, there you have, it. have it. It's Duchess, well, att damn. Attorney Duchess. If I ever go to court, I'm bringing Duchess with me. Exhibit A. we thank you. And tell them where to pick up your book one more time. Oh, my book, my book. Yes. So y'all know I'm not bashing nobody's mother. I'm t I'm telling people how to be a better mother. That's all. Somebody Barnes should pick that book up. Amazon.com, how I came to accept him, loving your child for who they are. Ooh, love them for who they are. Somebody... All them deadbeat parents out there, pick up Viv Book. It might give you a little pointer on My how you goodness. can get your life back right with your child. Well, damn. My goodness. There you have it. That's a Viv. It, and I don't even have no kids. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let me shout out to uh, a church in Newark, New Jersey, Love of Jesus Church. Yesterday, I went to Bible study. Yeah, Congratulations. I went, I went to Bible study yesterday. I did a Toys for Top at the church, and then they had Bible study 
next door. So I went in there for Bible study oh, for a couple hours. I prayed look, for you guys look yesterday, at, man. Look at, look at somebody trying to make sure Santa puts them on their nice list this year. I want to make sure I get to heaven, man. I was praying for you guys, man. I prayed That's for why you. So you're doing this with the ulterior motive of making sure. No, I was praying, praying for everybody. That sounds that like a prayers. selfish thing to do. So you weren't praying for us to pray for us. You were no, praying was, for us to make sure you get to heaven. No, I want to get to heaven, but I was praying for you so Ain't you no can have a happy heaven. holiday. Who you whoa, know, whoa, who you, whoa. Who you know came from heaven and told you that it exists? Okay? I did. <laughs> who you know went there, came back, and said, you know what? There's a heaven up there. It's popping. I'm not I walked out of right? heaven. Chick-fil-A is open on Sundays in heaven. It might be. I'm Can not, I do real mercy? I'm not having this conversation. I just want to say I pray for you. That's well, it. thank you. I appreciate the prayer. I don't know if your beige God uh, listens to me, but, you know, thank you. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Kodak Black in the rumors. Let's go. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Kodak Black posted, real ish be going on, none of that hopscotch-ish. And he did a rap in the 90s versus rap now. If you have Revolt TV, you can see the post that Kodak Black did. Now he posted Jay-Z, money cash hoes, money cash hoes, what? Money cash hoes, money cash hoes, uh. And uh, he put that, that's DMX's verse on money cash hoes. And he that's put, not even the verse, that's the hook yeah, of the, the song. I don't know why he would choose this particular hook. And then he posted about himself. Can I ball? Can I chill? Can I stunt? Will I live long enough to raise my son? Made something out of nothing. Ain't nothing where I'm from. Can your boy do something productive for once and once and where make it? They're going to want to take it. Money don't change it, but it do drive you crazy. Listen here, Kodak Black. Oh, uh, I goodness. personally like Kodak Black's music, but Kodak Black, you are absolute trash compared to Jay-Z. And I don't know why you would pick a hook of a record to go up against oh, the actual verse, verse that yeah. you spit, but you need to go back and listen to some '90s Jay Z. But I can't—you can't really be too hard on him because clearly he had to listen to too much Hov in his life. Yeah, he just knows that one hook, and yeah. that just didn't make sense to me. But no there's nothing wrong with you saying that your lyrics mean something. You don't got to try to compare it to. Call up one of your OGs in Florida. Call up Rick Ross. Call up Trick Daddy. Call up somebody call who up knows. Call up Plies. Call up Plies. Call up somebody who knows uh, rap a little more than you, Kodak, or rap rap from previous generations. All right, now, uh, DeRay McKesson is going to be suing Janine Perrow from Fox News. Now, he is saying that she, uh, he posted on Twitter, I was found not guilty and I didn't direct any violence. In fact, I was protesting the violence of the police. Stop lying. Here's what Janine Perrow had to say to cause him to sue. In this particular case, DeRay McKesson, the organizer, actually was directing people, directing the violence. So can you directing, sue him? Yeah, you can sue him, but guess what? The judge said, you know what? He was engaging in protected free speech. Now, I want you to guess who appointed this federal judge. Ronald Reagan? No. <laughs> Didn't think so. Barack Obama. Get him, D-Ray. Yeah. Get him, uh, D-Ray. 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 You know who I'm talking about. Go get him, D-Ray. Yeah, sue him. <laughs> All right. So, yes, you absolutely should sue for her just saying anything, uh, spouting anything out of her mouth. You All right. get him. Now, Chance the Rapper was on Sesame Street. Uh, super Cutie popped by there. He did a brief appearance. He got to... Did you just call him a Super Cutie? I said a super cute appearance. Oh. He was on Sesame Street. That's cute. <laughs> I thought you said super cutie pop body. I was like, wow. <laughs> she did say that. That's what she said. She did say I that. I said he did a super cute appearance. Okay. And he uh, stopped by Sesame Street. <laughs> and he was talking to Oscar the Grouch. He said, I'm sick of people saying my music is trash. And he also shouted out his daughter as he got to hang out with Cookie Monster Elmo. And, okay, clearly, I don't know who's Abby Kadabi. Is that an original cast that's member? A new, that's the one right there out there, right? The little pink one. Was she always on? No. Okay, just checking. All right, here's how it went. Look, everybody, it's Kinsley. 
I can't see. Look who we're with. We with your daddy. We just hanging out on Sesame Street. Hey, will you give her a hug from us? I will give. I'm gonna give you a big hug when I get home. I can't wait to see you. We love you. We love you. Have a magical day. See you tomorrow. Bye bye. Can you imagine as a little kid seeing your dad on Sesame Street and all the Sesame Street characters shouting you out? That would be dope. Yeah, it depends if you care about Sesame Street or not. I'm sure his daughter was at home watching that and was so excited. How old is his daughter? Ah, she's a little baby. How old is she, like three? I don't know. She looks about... All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, shout to you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Let us know what you want to hear. We'll get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.